Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. I'm Chieko Dunham. I'm Andrew Dorowski. Welcome back, Andrew. Thanks for being with us this week. Yeah. It has been so much fun. This is really probably in my, I mean, I don't know. How many how many Studio Ghibli movies are there? There's like 20. Are there okay, 15? then this is going to be in my yeah. top 10. <laughs> I know that it'll take us a decade to get decade. to all of them. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I feel like it's probably in my top five, personally. Um, but yeah. I haven't watched it a lot in recent years. But I really enjoyed it when I was young. I think I read or heard somewhere that this is Isao Takahata's favorite one. Out of Miyazaki's? Out of Miyazaki, yeah. Hmm. This is uh, Ghibli Minute, and we're the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Uh, minute by minute is another way to say that. So we're going to get to uh, eventually all, however all many of them there them. are. <laughs> Today we're talking about Castle in the Sky, Isao Takahata's favorite Miyazaki movie, uh, and we're talking about Minute 65, which starts with, uh, well, from the burned body of the robot, we quickly cut to Dola's gang and their flapters flying peacefully through clouds above the countryside. Is that a long enough description of the beginning? Mm-hmm. And it ends. I mean, it pop- takes a while before they get to <laughs> yeah. like. Like, they're just flying for a good 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. And it ends with Pazu promising that he and Shita will work. All right. So, yeah. So, we we talked about the the corpse of the robot last minute. Yeah. And then we cut to clouds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And And there are only... Boy, uh, Studio Ghibli sure loves flying. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I was reading a little bit more about his... About uh, Miyazaki's childhood mm. like his father did work in an aeronautics factory so he did grow up like around aviation mm-hmm. kind of in that whole the wind rises kind of environment i think i i had like a um like a manga like biography of of miyazaki of not miyazaki of the person who created ultraman and godzilla Oh. And I think he was, he also took a very big interest in planes and like would like build models as a kid. Uh-huh. But then he made Ultraman and Godzilla. <laughs> so not as much flying. Well, I guess does Ultraman I mean, fly? I mean, Ultraman flies, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. There you but go. it doesn't seem like the same. It's not the same like, focus. Like, that yeah, that the same focus. Made. Same fascination. Yeah. yeah. Because you could say, I, I think. Almost out of every single one of Miyazaki's films. Like, well, the themes are this, this, and this. And also flying is flying. beautiful. Flying is amazing. <laughs> he spends a lot of time on that. Yeah. He yeah, indulges like, it a lot. Naoshka, Castle in the Sky, Kiki's Livery Service. Princess of... Mononoke probably has the least... The least um, flying. I can't think of any flying in Princess Mononoke, except when yeah. they like follow the path of an arrow. And I think Ponyo, yeah. too. Um Ponyo. I yeah. don't. They don't really fly. Yeah, I mean, there's Ponyo's a jump scene, but even Spirited Away has flying sequences. <laughs> yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I don't. Porco oh. Rosso. I think there's a little bit of flying in that. There's a little bit of flying yeah. there. Yeah, and then a couple minutes. Even in the Cat Returns, there's like a sequence where she's like flying in the air. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and she like walks down Miyazaki, some ravens though? or something. No, that was Is- Isao Takahata, I think. With another director. It was another director. All of his movies, yeah. Well, except for Spirited Away, Mononoke. Well, Spirited Away, we said there was flying. So Ponyo. Ponyo, Mononoke. Mononoke. That's about it. Grave of the Fireflies? Do we... Well, That's no. That's not Miyazaki. 
Oh, we're talking about okay. yeah, we're talking about Miyazaki. Yeah, for for Miyazaki for himself for flying. Um, so yeah, yeah, he's 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 got a lot of it, but it always looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it looks like a fun thing to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I love how casually the gang can fly. Um, yeah, and I don't know if you guys have talked about their outfits, um, but I think we we have in the beginning. Okay, like but the you first like. Week. You cut to, you know, some of the other planes as they're watching Sheeta cry, and he's just got his legs crossed, and he's leaning over the edge, and they're all wearing these pink capris, and have, you know, just these, these like, really modest brown flats that they're wearing. Yep. And, like, this is not the most threatening pirate gang I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I love how casually they're just like, oh, we're flying, and I guess, I guess we'll sit and look at her cry, and yeah, watch that's wistfully. Essentially- that's essentially like the first half of this minute is them flying and also Sheeta's crying while Pazu just kind of embraces her and looks to the distance. I think it's 30 seconds before you get any dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, at least. At least. Um, okay, have you guys established, like, I don't I don't know the pirate gang super well. Which ones are Dola's kids and, oh. okay. and what are their names? So we've, the ones who are her kids are at least... In this shot of the guy leaning over, mm-hmm. he's, I think, Hen- no. No, he's Louis, right? He's Louis. So they're all named after, like, French kings, right? Charles Henry Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Or or then, British kings. I don't... Kings. Kings, yeah. yeah. So there's... That's Louis with the weird mustache. Yeah. <laughs> with, the like, the separated mustache? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then in the okay. background is the youngest brother, Henry. And he's got his, he's the one with his goggles up in the background. Yeah. So not the bearded one in the back. No. Right. And then okay. in the next shot, the one the, with its goggles with up the is bushy, Charles. It, with the bushy beard. Yeah, that's Charles. That's Charles. When I look at him, I see kind of a Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like that, that's the level of beard that he has. Yeah. I feel like if they made a live action version of this, which we already agreed they don't need to do, but like. Mm-hmm. Zach Galifianakis and Nick Offerman definitely need to be on this pirate crew just for the bushy oh, yeah. beards. Like, yeah, like his if partner they did, if they did an SNL sketch based on one of these scenes, <laughs> yes, yes. Th- those two guys have the perfect beards for this stuff. Yes, or like the fight scene in the beginning of the film. <laughs> yeah, when they're what, training, what? like. Yeah. Oh, like just like punches. one punch yeah. at a yeah, time. Like, yeah. And, and boss like make your Nick shirt Offerman. explode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I really like the characters that they give Dola's kids. Yeah. I just kind of wish there was a little more of them all throughout this. I do too. I think the most we see of them is on the when they finally get on the ship and they start working. Yeah. Vying for uh, a attention. Yeah. Mhm. Which if you think about it is kind of creepy. But, <laughs> yeah. Eh. I mean, the implications even at the end of the film are kind of creepy from Muska. Yeah, we're the only I did, ones. I did, Shita. I did not pick up on that. Again. I did not pick up on that when I was like ten years old watching this. I didn't either. And then I rewatched it with a um, someone I knew and was like, Ooh. "Wait a second, is he being as creepy as I think he's being?" <laughs> oh gosh. They, Shita and Pazu look a lot older in this minute. Yes. Yeah, they start to look like they're maybe 14 instead of 12. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, they never look like they're 18 or even 16. No. Yeah, I mean, Pazu but like, still like looks... maybe 14, 15. Yeah, Pazu still looks like a middle schooler, maybe like a freshman in high school. Yeah. When he, um, well, so when he turns a little bit and says, um, Dola, take us, take us on board, he looks a little bit older. Like, he turns his head and suddenly he looks a little bit older. A little, yeah. You know, she so there's looks... there's little things that they do to, to you like, know, give them a little more maturity in yeah, the moment. I, I guess... As he's saying something that's a little more mature. Like, yeah, like we're going to leave everything behind and join your crew. I feel like Pazu looked a little more mature throughout the escape sequence as well. Mm-hmm. At least to me. Yeah, I mean, he he saved a... Dola. He saved Dola and Sheeta. Yeah. He saved yeah, two women he... so far. <laughs> He's That's, he's feeling pretty manly right now. Yes, yeah. yeah. He's got uh yeah. He's he's unlocked a couple of achievements. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're still like I mean, yeah, right now maybe they're thirteen years old, but most of the time it seems like they're Most of the time they're like twelve. Yeah, eleven or I twelve. Think. And it's like it's like thirteen. Oh, thirteen growing up, huh? Huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, Especially like thinking about the end of the movie, like how young they are. Mm-hmm. Especially with what they're doing, you're like, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's a little inconsistent, you know what what level they're at. Yeah, I would be okay if like it was established that like they're both like sixteen at least. Mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, this but, is. I'm okay with this, but they're like twelve, so I'm like, yeah. It's like it's like huh? okay, they're like like a lot of the time, Pazu looks like a little little kid, and maybe that's yeah. because. Yeah. Like, the pirate crew and the boss and everything are, like, really burly men. It's like, okay, those guys are probably, like, six foot, 200 plus pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, yeah. they're really broad, working guys. And Paz is, like, still young, but... Yeah. I mean, he really looks small. He acts like a 12-year-old, He acts too. like I mean, a 12-year-old, no... too. I mean, but have you met a high school boy, though? What's that? Have you met a <laughs> high schooler who's a guy, though? But there's no... I don't know. There's not. Uh, there's no cynicism with him. No. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you get like sixteen, you start to get you know cocky and yeah. kind of know it all. Yeah, yeah he doesn't have enough of a chip on his shoulder to be a teenager. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I I'm in class with my classmates and I'm like, am I back in middle school? <laughs> Sometimes I think that, but yeah, I get it. I mean, like I I wish I could act like a twelve year old like when I was eighteen. <laughs> you know. I mean, I mean, here's the here's the real thing. Do you know any high school aged boys who are orphans who work in the coal mine? You're correct. <laughs> so maybe that's what makes the difference. But he just yeah. seems so small. Like that's yeah. the thing that I keep coming up against. It's like, well, if they just made him a little bit bigger, I could I could taller? imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And so when it's just like the two of them in a shot, it's easier to think of him as being like maybe fifteen. But anytime they're next to other like people. It's like, okay, these, like, these children are way in over their heads. Yeah, even when it's just Shita and Pazu in the mine, I still get the impression that they're, like, 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when they're alone on, on Laputa, like, they've on, flown away, like, that yeah. crow's nest is just the right size for them to look like adults. Yeah, like, especially in that scene, like, Shita looks like a, at least, like, a teenage girl. Yeah, she you suddenly know? looks like a teenager. And maybe that's just because she's dressing like Dola. Yeah, she like uh, looks yeah. fifty. It really, it really ages all of her a sudden. up. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. wearing like a plain white dress, she's wearing something that's like clenching her waist. 
as opposed to a flowing dress. Yeah, and so it? as soon as she has a waist, it yeah. ages her up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't look like I mean, a she's, doll. She's yeah. very, she, it, it cinches her waist, but also her top and her bottom are very puff, like billowy and puffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it makes so, her waist look So you can imagine, like thin. yeah, there's some, yeah, yeah. some definition under there, even if you can't see it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've worn outfits where, like, it, like, cinches my waist, and I look a little older, like, it's just how right. fashion works. <laughs> um, but Pazu, even when he's, like, working in the, in the, in the engine room, and he's, like, taking off his vest and, and, you know, just wearing his t-shirt. Yeah. He still doesn't look that much bigger and no. older. Yeah. But when he's clutching, like, when he has a rifle in his hand and he's running barefoot, he looks at least, like, 14. I don't know. I feel like the barefoot makes him look even younger. Like, the being barefoot, like, takes away from his age. Yeah, I see that, too. And also, he's, like, dirty. <laughs> and and he's, like, crawling through small spaces, specifically. like, oh, good thing you're, <laughs> yeah. you're like, you're 12. An, itty, an itty-bitty guy. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, if he was 15, he definitely wouldn't be able to do this so yeah yeah it's it's a little conflicting all throughout but there's you know it's it's a range maybe up to 15 for both of them and down to like 10 for both of them most of the time they're about 11 12 yeah yeah it's yeah it's a good like range you know a good median is Mm -hmm. 11 and 12 (laughs) yeah like they're definitely young all throughout they never seem like they're about to be adults Mm -hmm. um even though by the end of the movie, it's like, well, maybe they should be a little older before they're just getting left on their own. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> they start the movie as like on their own. Yeah. Like yeah. They... But now they're together That's... and on their own. And they're definitely not mature enough for that. That's a whole different ball of wax. Uh-huh. And so if... doesn't it seem like at their ages, like, shouldn't they have not been on their own? Like... Shouldn't the boss have like taken Pazu in and right. some, yes. some some kind of neighbor taking care yeah. of Shita? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Like Okami-san, like the boss's wife, was I feel like in the scenes we've seen her interact with Pazu has seemed like a mother to him. Yeah. So like why is he Why is he living in a uh, shack? On his, yeah. yeah, why is he yeah, living on a, by on the cliff? Wait, I mean, it has a beautiful view and he plays the trumpet to wake everyone up, I guess, but Still, he should probably be, like, living in someone's house. Yeah. Like, how's he paying for that shack? Was it paid off before he was alone? What happened? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, is it just, like, empty and he's just, like, squatting there? I mean... He just handles ass- all the doves and, and plays the morning trumpet? Yeah, I mean, we're assuming that's his father's house, right? Are we? But he Wait, may have just... I am. He may I'm have just moved in. His father's house. I, he found, I always I think he was looking too. for something someplace that had a workroom big enough for him to work on his plane right yeah but he's got he has like family like this giant portrait of the ship his father took yeah and then like photos yeah like before he found that place was he just carrying that with him everywhere yeah i think it's got to be his his family's house but like Mm. lucky they had it paid off yeah (laughs) lucky that the town forgot about it (laughs) Yeah, because, like, definitely someone would show up and repossess that because that's a picturesque view. That's a prime real estate. The bank wants to make some money. They're going to build something nice up there. Yeah, or, like, the town is just like, well, he's a kid. I feel bad for him. (laughs) So we'll let him live alone. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the situation that the both of them are in don't make complete sense, but mm-hmm. it, we have to work with it. I guess. I just like when I was young and watching this, you know, at some point I was across any of Pazu's possible ages and watching this and thinking it's like, what is this situation? I can't I wouldn't be able <laughs> yeah. to like live yeah. in that place. Yeah. I remember as a kid, like... That's one of the big things that makes it feel like a fairy tale. That they're kids. Like, it's yeah. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, this, I remember, yeah. this doesn't quite work. They're too young. I remember, like, relating to them as a kid, but always thinking that they're, like, way older than they actually are. And then at some point you, like... And then I rewatched were it, 18 like, and you watched it. Or I don't know how old you are. <laughs> but, like, I, I mean, recently I, like, rewatched it and was like... These are kids. Yeah, these are like children, like prepubescent children. Yeah, yeah. Like, like when you see them interacting with other people, when when like Muska's giving money to Pazu, it's like, well, that looks like like a dad giving his eight year old some coins <laughs> to like go get some. That's his gum. allowance. Yeah. <laughs> and and so it's like, like Pazu can't like he can't compete in this like scenario. He's not going to be able to do anything. He's yeah. a kid. Yeah. It, and so it feels lot. weird every time they're trying, like, maybe not trying to be more mature, but when they're yeah. behaving more maturely, because it's like, okay, that's, but like, you're 12. It just doesn't, <laughs> yeah, you're just too small. Yeah, there's just a lot of things you have to excuse for this to work. Yeah. But uh, I mean, for the most part, I'm okay with it because, like, it's charming and wonderful. Yeah, it's, like, cute and fairy tale esque. Um, but at the same time, like, we've talked about, they're dealing with, like strong topics about you know the like, nature of violence and yeah. um an empire you know like what does it take to build an empire it's like well it takes a lot of a lot yeah. of weaponry and like the evils of power mm-hmm. you know and so it's it and it's not dealing it. with with childlike themes um but the story is you know really really and i don't mean to use childish in a negative term here but you know like it's it's set up as like a children's tale. Yeah. And then they're just like layering in all of this other stuff. So it should be pretty entertaining for, for all parties. Yeah. Which is good. So why is why does Pazu want to join Dola's gang I, at this point? I was gonna ask that. Why okay. Like initially he's like, let me come with you so I can save Sheeta. Right? That was like his initial goal for Yeah, that was the deal. Yeah, yeah. but then Dola I mean, I feel like Dola was planning on letting him work because she was like, well, Pazu could be useful for coercing Shita. But she says right now... What use are here's you Here's your valley. We're going we're gonna to drop you off. What use are you without the crystal? Yeah. It's like, yeah, we need you to deal with the girl. But we don't have... Because the girl has the, the crystal. crystal. Now the, the girl doesn't have the crystal anymore. She has no value to me. Therefore, he has no value to me. That's what she's saying. Right. She's right. <laughs> She's completely right. But Pazu wanted to join them so he could rescue Sheeta. Now he's now done. So, he so yeah. Now why does he home. not want to yeah. go to his cozy house with the wonderful view? Yeah, I mean... And finish working on his, his ship. Dola told him he couldn't... She was like, you can't go back home. And he was like, I know. Yeah, True. wait a second. Didn't she say, like, you won't be able to go back home after this? Yeah, yeah. once you choose a pirate's life, yeah. You never go back. You but now she's back. like, please go back. <laughs> So maybe she was just planning to, like, drop him off and then it's like, okay, you guys are going to be on the run on your own now. Like, and she was going to wash her hands of it. And then she was like, I've already dealt with three kids. I don't need to deal with two more. (laughs) 
Um, and and then like Paz has just been thinking, it's like okay. And then on the way back, I'll just say, take us on board because she's otherwise just going to drop us off and we'll be on our own. <laughs> so Paz has been planning this. He's like, okay, now take us on board. We're already right here. Just yeah, don't, it... just don't stop to drop us off. I mean, I guess he's still obsessed with Laputa, right? And this is probably oh, his best yeah. chance. Yeah. Is he thinking like we'll go get the crystal and we'll save everything and it's going to be good? Like, has he talked think, to Sheeta? I think at Pazu, all since they since the rescue. No, I think Pazu is saying like I really want to see Laputa, but I feel like Sheeta is like I need to save everyone from Muska finding Laputa. But if they don't know like exactly where each other's at, like why is Pazu speaking for both of them right now? Yeah, Wait I was second. gonna. That was this one of my notes. Pretty I was like, why did Pazu <laughs> yeah. decide that she was gonna join? Like she had it's to like, join him, like Dola's gang with him. Mm-hmm. We like, are going to work hard. It's like, wait a second. I didn't agree to this. <laughs> yeah. It's like pulls him like, aside. You don't, like, what are you doing? You don't that? speak for her. Pazukun. <laughs> Pazukun. One minute. One minute, please. <laughs> Sorry, Dola. What? It's like, Dola, hold that thought. We're just going to have a conversation back yeah. here. Don't listen. <laughs> when did? When were you in charge of me? <laughs> but yeah, like I kind of <laughs> want her to ask. It's like, it's like, what do you mean us? Like she looks up at him, and I want her to be like. What? <laughs> Just Take like us on push, board. Like push Who, him away us? and be like, yeah. I've known you for like away and go to for like eighteen hours. Like, yeah, this is where having that, knowing that like flashing code from the robot would be would come in handy if they both had like flashlights they could like <laughs> converse without Dola hearing what they were saying. Yeah, I just I kind of want wanted like want Shido to push pause away, be like, excuse me, and Dola being like, yeah, what the heck. <laughs> I'll take her. Yeah, you're I'll going take her, home. but you're going home. Like, not with this attitude. Yeah, call me captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he keeps, like, calling her Obachang, and I'm like, yeah. why is she, like... What, what does that mean? It means auntie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's basically yeah, an older woman. Yeah. So, like, is it respectful, or is no. it, like... <laughs> okay. I mean... So he's being, like, specifically It can be respectful if, like... Two people are very close, like it's a a family relationship or like a close family friend. So he's presuming a lot of closeness that they don't have. Yeah, but he's also like calling her old. Oh, that's too kind. It's not great. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Middle aged, like like ojisan, which means uncle, can be is used to refer to like an older man. Mm -hmm. So right, so it's not like older brother. It's like older person that I. I'm close to. Yeah. Like, if you're going to refer to a younger person in Japan, I've been called this. You say, like, onechan, which means yeah. older sister, or onichan, which is older brother. Yeah, it's like it's calling somebody, like, oji-san, like, uncle. It's kind of like saying pops. Yeah. Hey, pops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, hey, you're my father's generation, kind of random, yeah. random guy. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what, I don't think there's an equivalent uh not really so i no i um i worked as a lifeguard and so when we have to address people and we don't know like their names or ages or anything we come up like there's just a set of terms that we use oh to refer to people and so um if it's if it's a man we usually say sir and if it's a woman we say miss or ma'am depending on how How old old or young she is or or if she looks married or not (laughs) um and then for kids, it's like, for boys, it's easy. There's like a lot of sport, champ, bud. Um, <laughs> but for girls, it's almost always hun. Ooh. Hey, hun, don't climb on that. 
And and that's just like universally what lifeguards use. Um because like what else like if you have a suggestion for an alternative, tell all the lifeguards I you mean, know. Kid? <laughs> like, hey kid, but, don't do that. <laughs> for uh for a girl? I mean it, Yeah. Well, I mean, we wouldn't use that for a boy either. Um like hey kid. It's yeah. just never Yeah. Um but there isn't a good one for like younger than sir for men. Like like an equal aged man. We didn't have uh, one. Right. It's like uh like you don't want to say dude. Yeah. Hey <laughs> man. You don't want to say hey hey man. Like yeah. hey pal. Like no, those those just don't yeah. work. And so we didn't have one for that, but we had like older women, younger women, and boys and girls. But like like okay, if they're about my same age and it's a guy, I don't know. Just hey get off of that. <laughs> hey look. I like Mac. Hey Mac. Hey Mac. <laughs> so that's like the closest I've ever been able to like equate some of the terms I hear about in like Japanese translations. Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, this is a term you use for a man or woman of this age and relationship. And it's like, okay, well, when I was a lifeguard, we had we had all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the kids are climbing on the bars. And you're like, like, hey, bud, don't do that. And that's you know talking to a young kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we said, like you know, the for really old, they're like uh, ojisan or ba- or yeah, obasan. Obasan. It's like grandmother or grandfather, yeah. which you mm-hmm. can kind of imagine, you know, especially kind of like uh, I think, you know, you sometimes see Native Americans refer to like the older people, their like, elders, mm-hmm. or yeah, like grandmother. grandmother, yeah, like like a community um, yeah. leader who is older. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to work well for lifeguarding. It's like, hey, grandpa, no, <laughs> <laughs> hey, gramps. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that'll go over well. Yeah. But, okay, we didn't really answer. Like, why does Pazu want to join them? Is it just because he wants to see Laputa and he thinks that's the way to go? Like, doesn't he realize, like, okay, if we join the crew, then we're just going to have to do whatever Dola wants? Like, wh- what does and he think? He's like, we'll join the crew, yeah. and then I'll tell them to go to Laputa. I think it's, you know, the the feeling I get just from the movie is... is it's number one, he wants to see Laputa, and then number two, I don't know, I had this doesn't track for me, but I, I get the impression that he wants to thwart Muska. Like, I don't know how much he oh. knows about Muska's plans. Mm-hmm. Right. But, and I don't but know. But why does he think that joining Dola is going to achieve that? Uh, I mean, yeah, what, that's yeah. what doesn't track. From what the impression I got as a kid, and even as now, I think, re- like, when I rewatched it recently, was that's his only option for some reason, when it's not his only option by any means. Yeah, like, who's yeah. going to know that he joined? Like, even if, like, yeah. joining a pirate gang was such a stigma that he, you could never go back, who's going to know? Yeah, who knows? He joined a pirate gang for, like, six hours. <laughs> yeah. So what? Yeah, for a covert mission. Yeah. For, yeah, a rescue mission. Like... And it's not like the boss is going to turn him in if the government comes calling. Yeah, yeah, like he did a good thing. I mean, Patty Hearst was able to rejoin society so after, <laughs> <laughs> after robbing that bank with the Symbionese army, whatever it was that she was kidnapped oh, to right. do. He could tell the same kind of story. Yeah. So it's got to be something to do with like wanting to get to Laputa. Yeah, I think right? so. Right? I just don't see how he thinks this achieves that goal. Yeah. Like, and I can't remember from the rest of the film how it actually does end up achieving that goal. Well, <laughs> like, why does Dola go to Laputa? 
For loot. Yeah, for loot. Booty. Okay. So maybe he was suspecting, it's like, ah, we'll be able to tempt her with a bunch of gold. Yeah, I mean, he knows that she's after, that's what she's after. Yeah, she wants the crystal. Okay. I mean, she was been so, after so the So maybe crystal. he has a better plan than we're giving him credit for. I don't know why he feels, still don't know why he feels he can speak for, for yeah, she- that, Cheetah, though. That definitely isn't that, okay, unless they've been talking back there. She's been but it really wh- looks she's like she's whisper- just been crying. She's been crying. She's been whispering into his ear, like with her head on his on his shoulder. Hey, when you get the when you get the chance, ask Tell her if we can join. <laughs> I want to go to Laputa. Also, I want to stop Muska. <laughs> oh, also, I never mentioned. I I like that the flopters are are in like cruising mode with the front wings still. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, that's very cool. I don't know. I'm going back and watching her crying. It looks like she's just crying. Yeah, yeah she's, I don't think she's Except yeah, without crying. any tears. Except without any tears. I, I'm assuming it's all going on a shirt. Oh, no. And vest. And uh, she's been crying for a while, so her sinuses are probably loose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and with all that wind, it's just going to dry there. Oh, His shoulder's oh, going to be really stiff. Yeah. That's no good. He needs to carry a handkerchief or something. Yeah. Didn't he have one? Like when Did they were he have having, one? Like, their little picnic? Yeah, that, like something wrapped up in a handkerchief. Yeah, or didn't oh. lay the handkerchief out. Yeah. Why do I have that image? I think I, I think he. That sounds familiar to me. I think he did. I mean, he definitely he had to have like wrapped the toast and did something. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think so... he had a handkerchief and and everything was like the whole lunch bag was wrapped up or something. Okay. Yeah. They they had the egg on toast wrapped yeah. up in that. I don't know how sanitary that is, but something. Okay, so at like second forty eight forty nine, Pazu looks like he's about to say something to Sheeta to like get her to you oh, know look yeah. up from crying uh, yeah. before he says, Let's join the crew. It almost looks like he's confirming something, like, Okay, you ready for me to like say the thing that we planned out? Oh yeah. But he doesn't actually say anything. He just opens his mouth and kinda like shrugs his shoulder a little bit so she looks up. Yeah, he's kind of like coercing her. Like, he's hey. like, hey, time, time to, time to look forward. Yeah, he's like, hey, and then, and then he says all this stuff about changing their lives. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this is a really uncool move for him right now. I just... Yeah, like, you know how like we criticize like Asbel and Nalishka. Do you remember? Do I remember? No, no. I'm asking <laughs> you, Richard. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't. I wasn't part. Oh, of, like, I, he wasn't there when I was talking. <laughs> yeah. Asbel and uh, Nasca and Nasca, like Asbel is like treating her as like I don't know, like lower when like Nasca is clearly more capable than him. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's like kind of like that, like Pazu's deciding for Shita. Yeah, Shita's like, where's the consent? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I think uh, I think this minute has a real learning moment. Anytime you watch it with with younger people, yeah, be like. Hey, and by the way, what Pazu, what Pazu just, did, just did is not cool. Think about that for a second. Is that cool? The answer yeah. is no. Yeah. <laughs> Would you want somebody speaking for you like that, making life choices for you in the moment? No, I don't think you. No. So, uh, Andrew, where else can our listeners find you? Uh, I am on the Protagonist podcast and Disney Animation Minute Essentials. Uh, you can find links to both of those through DuelingGenre.com. DuelingGenre.com. Right on. So, what is like a what do you what's like a maybe a recent thing that you guys tackled on the protagonist podcast? 
Um, we just talked about, let's see. Let me think for a second. We've actually had a little hiatus ourselves. <laughs> summer vacation yeah, time. Just summer. Uh, yeah, it. totally. Mm-hmm. Um, what was? Oh, we just talked about the novel, The Name of the Wind. Um, Name of the Wind. And we talked about the uh, the TV series, sort of TV series, Over the Garden Wall. Oh, I Those love are recent topics. I love Over the Garden Wall. So do that. we. It it's is a very fantastic. That's so whimsical, but so like d- unsettling mm-hmm. at the same time. Like its villain yeah. is very off-putting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, we had it. an entire I'll episode talk- talking about that. Cool. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to wrap up uh, week 13 of Castle in the Sky. Andrew, thanks again so much Thank for you joining so much. us once again. Really? Absolutely. Anytime. And we'll see you next time on... Ghibli Minute.